Hello, welcome to the Charmed Life Podcast. My name is Trisha Carr. I am your host. And this podcast is going to be just me. I'm going to be talking about some topics that are um, current events, in a sense, but also metaphysical and timeless topics. About a month back, I did an episode where I talked about some things that are going on in our social media and media in general. And I was talking about false narratives and what some would call conspiracy theories. And so I just realized as I began to record this one that this might actually be kind of a graduation from that. But really, I think it's it's a different perspective in a sense. Now, let me let me just say first before I continue, in case you're new, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. This podcast is about spirituality, unity, consciousness, magic, metaphysics, mysticism. I am a spiritual teacher. I, I teach metaphysics and spirituality, personal development. I'm a clinical hypnotherapist, an intuitive and, and a multidimensional medium and channel. And uh, and also an animal telepath, but uh, and a writer and a podcaster, voice artist. Okay, there, that's me. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? I don't know. Who cares? Anyway, <laughs> I always have to like try to make sure that I'm welcoming new folks in case you're like, why am I here? I don't even know if I want to be here. Well, I welcome you whether you stay or you don't because I love you and I love all of us. I'm so glad that we are using our free will to be able to seek out a way to connect with one another and a way to advance on our and expand our consciousness. So that's a little bit about what we're talking about here. However, maybe by observing what is happening to the contrary. Let's first get into what 4D is, because this episode, this topic is about how our social media and our media in general, because really those two are either twin ent- entities or the same entity. So, you know, the television and however else you get, you know, kind of TV shows and news particularly, especially. And then we have social media and they feed one to the other. And I probably would say media, let's 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 just call it news. All of the news outlets and social media are really flowing one to the other in this particular kind of symbiosis. And this is a, a download that I received, at least that I should say the perspective, the way that I'm, I'm going to be talking about it here. I received it as a download and felt really led, really compelled to have this discussion. Social media and particularly news media that that juggernaut entity is the fourth dimension manifested, manifesting for us. And so as I said, let's first talk about what 4D is. Well, I actually did an episode on 4D with my best friend, Chris Lang Compton, who's a spiritual teacher. I'll link it in the description below if you feel like looking at that and listening to that. Because we went into it in... Uh, you know, in a lot of that mystical and metaphysical perspective. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit here. So just to catch us up there, what is the fourth dimension? Well, in physics, the fourth dimension is time. We have three of space and one of time. Three dimensions, one, two, and three. One, two, three dimensions are the space. And then the fourth dimension is time. And that actually is very helpful as a way to look at it from this metaphysical standpoint. 
in metaphysics, from that spiritual and mystical perspective, we recognize the fourth dimension as a dimension of, of thought form. It is a thought form dimension. Now, what's thought form? So thought form is energy that is in a repetitive application now beginning to have form to it, thought energy. As we think thoughts, they start to have a form. Now, this is actually like beliefs, for example, are thought forms. Beliefs are these constructs where we think a thought repeatedly and or we kind of create a benchmark about a thought and we say, let's hold that there as a belief. And it's basically a filter that we're putting up and we put that up so that we can feel safe. So we don't have to keep exploring that. We can have a kind of grounded feeling around that subject by placing here a belief. And now I don't have to think about it too much anymore. Everything else will be filtered through that in that subject. And then, of course, if you are one who's in personal development and spiritual development, then we talk about limiting beliefs. And so that's when beliefs that may have been set up, maybe they were set up out of some trauma, or maybe they were set up and they are expired and they no longer actually work for our life. And so then that would be the time that that thought form needs to be dismantled and released, that limiting belief. So, but we're talking about 4D and we're talking about what thought forms are. In that episode that I mentioned, Crystal and I go into all of the different things that you will find in, which it's not really a where because we're in spacelessness. We're above space, right? Even physics tells us that. It's the dimension of time. But we are in a dimension where there is this all kinds of energy, all kinds of thought forms, all kinds of repetitive thinking and feeling. And so in 4D is actually where you would find things like also like ghosts, you know, discarnate energies, discarnate consciousnesses that have been spent, they're spending some time separated from both the 3D because it's no longer creating the physical form and haven't yet continued the fluid path into the 5D and beyond dimensions. 4D is a portal dimension. It's not a place to stay in a suspended way. Include And again, if we think about it like physics, time in and of itself, it means nothing. So let's switch to what four, the fourth dimension is from the perspective of physics. If we have three of space and the one of time, what time is doing, its purpose is to add a construct, a, a, a kind of a construct on something that cannot be constructed. And that is life, events, the happenings between birth and death. Time doesn't actually do anything to constrain or organize or reorganize. All it does is help us to put our awareness in different areas of that event. So it is also a thought form because it constrains. It's like a belief that this is this date. I've put the title on it. I put the time on it. This stamp is on it. We even say time stamps. I put the stamp on it. I don't have to think anymore about how it has placement in life, in events, in the unfolding. And so it is time is a thought form. 
But just think about it, that the concept of time without the concept of space or the concept of some kind of consciousness, something that is alive and growing and being aware, then time means nothing because it is really just like drawing a line in the middle of space, of infinite space. It doesn't mean anything. It hasn't changed space just because you've put a line there that has a point here and a point there and then a connection between it. So it's a time in and of itself is a thought form. And these this energy of the fourth dimension, even if you think of it as time, has little use or benefit if it isn't connected to the dimensions beneath it and above it. Because the dimensions within it, beneath it, are that of physical life, of creation. The dimensions above it, if we look at it that way, in order to, just because we give it numbers, one to, you know, eight and 12 and beyond, then that is where the real consciousness is. That is the source energy. That is that of the awareness energy, consciousness, that is above, outside of that fourth dimension. Another way to look at the fourth dimension and what is there or however you want to look at it is that it is mental and emotional energy. So all, if you think of all the thoughts and feelings that they are a kind of thing, if you want to visualize it or sense it as actual little like if you want to give it a graphic as you think, here's a thought and now it's a thing and it's floating around and it's it's kind of like a ghost, you know what I mean? It's like this, it's a disembodied, it's a discarnate energy and it's floating around in this dimension, in this space and it exists. So thoughts and feelings, mental and emotional energy in and of itself really doesn't have any any benefit if it isn't connected to a physical reality or a higher consciousness awareness. Just thoughts and feelings on their own, they're kind of, they're just purposeless. And so the purpose of the fourth dimension is to be a portal, as I said, is to be an interbetween that is an expression of and a subject to the dimensions, particularly the ones that are the higher awareness. It's a, it is a, a trickle down how creation works. And then it, it is, uh, you know, the waveform in, in physics becomes the particles, then the particles disintegrate and they give back into the waveform energy. Well, 4D is right there in the middle of that process. The other thing that we see in the fourth dimension is our astral body, the astral reality. So the astral body is basically that body of mental and emotional thought energy, thought form energy. And even if it's not thought form in that it's creating form, the astral body is the container for the function, the mechanism of mental and emotional beingness as it concerns the physical reality. So it's also, again, it's a layer of, a, of, of the bodies that compose us, the inner bodies and then the outer and higher frequency bodies. And this is a whole, whole teaching in and of itself, and maybe I'll do a whole podcast on it. It's a lesson that I taught recently in 
the energy intensive, which was an eight-week program that Crystal and Compton and I did together. Anyway, but we've heard of astral projection. If you're here, you've probably heard of that. And you may know even way more than I do about it. So I'll just spend a little time here. So the astral body is the individuated container, in, in a sense, that's not even the right word, of that thought and feeling nature. And so that's kind of the 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 interbetween or the hypnosis, the hypnotic body. It is that transitional body. Now, you may have heard of hypnagogia and hypnopompia. That is the hypnotic state on either end of your sleep. So in those times, you are identified to the astral, not just the astral body, but the astral realm. And so the astral realm is, again, this beginning, this 4D, it is the beginning of the mental, emotional, and the spiritual. It is the psychic dimension, or the psyche, the dimension of the psyche. It is the dimension of psychism. So that word P-S-Y-C-H, or that root, I should say, is, it, it, we use it in psychology, obviously we use it in psychic, meaning like someone is psychic, like I am, and you are, of course, everyone is. It's just the, the manner to which you are embracing and actually utilizing it from a, a masterful position. At any rate, the it is the dimension of the mental and emotional, and that's what that root, P-S-Y-C-H, means. It means mental and emotional and spiritual. It, it means all of those things. And so this is what 4D is. Now, I'm going to tell you something a little bit radical, too. I'm going to tell you that 4D is basically hell. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying it has to be. I'm just saying if there is a hell, we will find it in the depths of our, our most negative and repetitive thoughts and feelings. Our most repetitive and negative thoughts and feelings. That is what hell is from this perspective. Like if you think of the mythology of religious books of the Bible, which I think is a very magical book as well, and I do a little series, The Metaphysics of the Bible, I believe that this concept of hell is something that we can experience in any moment, and we experience through that psych energy, that psychic energy in your psyche. And so if you dis if you become discarnate, if you if you die, you pass away, your consciousness disconnects from creating the physical body, and the repetitive thoughts and feelings continue, those thought forms are enhanced, those thought forms about fear and pain and suffering and death and all of those negative things, then that is hell. And if you have a belief, a thought form, that there is an outside authoritative energy that creates the suffering, then that's what you will experience. And that is what we experience even before we become discarnate. Haven't we all experienced that? Believing there's some outside authority that is creating pain and suffering for me and feeling pursued by that. That could even be, oh, the financial system or how difficult life is and oh, well, whatever the things are, someone who's going to break my heart, an imminent fear fantasy that we have going on that may or may not ever happen. That is this concept of hell. Now, I will say also, it is how we can experience a concept of heaven. Because 
it is in our mental and emotional energy that we have the most wonderful feelings about ourselves and others. It is how we actually, we can utilize our free will and bring in a wonderful feeling and thought right now. Maybe we'll think it first and then we feel it, or maybe we feel it first, it becomes a thought. That's experienced with this mental and emotional, that's experienced with the psychic energy. And that's all in 4D. And so that's what 4D is. But let me tell you what is happening now is that the fourth dimension has now become to be manifest before us as the media and the internet. All of our unconscious mental emotional energy and our conscious as well, it's this, you know, that is being manifested before our eyes in a seemingly physical way in our media and our internet. So now let me just say that it's always been that way. When we create art of any kind, let's say before we had any of the technology, including television, even including radio, we would create art and we would paint a picture or a sculpture and that was the manifestation of that psychic energy. That was the manifestation of someone's subconscious mind. And others who came to it and admired it connected their subconscious to it. And they were co-creating a feeling of bliss or heaven or inspiration. And it's always been that way. That when we pull something out of our psychic energy, we are interpreting the subconscious and manifesting it. So it's always been that way. But now we have a monster, <laughs> a monster that's been created because before there was any of the technology and someone made a sculpture, they didn't think that it just showed up and then it had authority. They didn't, they, they knew that it was, you know, Rodin who created it and there it was. Now, there were other things that went on then, too, because particularly in music, they would say there were certain chords that were the devil in music. People have always been people. But things have gotten, the machine, the technology has really enhanced in such a way that we haven't totally caught up with it, caught up to it with our intelligent psyche. So I'm going to say it again. 4D, the fourth dimension, is being manifested, it seems, to our energy, the way we're believing in it, the way we are engaging in it, as though it's physical. But what it is, is the undisciplined and unconscious fourth dimension. So in the internet, social media, particularly the news media, we have this belief in it more and more that it is real more and more as we see it as we engage in it as we allow it to pull us as though it is a need that we have i mean addiction is real when it comes to devices and looking at the news and looking at social media and looking at media in general it's real and it is now becoming like our master. It's becoming an authority in our life. 
it definitely is an authority in our life and it is really creating problems. Now, I want to start, I want to pause here for a second before I go on to my next point to say that I got this kind of like download about a week ago. And then this morning when I woke up and I was in my meditation, I heard it today is the day you record that particular episode about 4D is being manifest in social media and media in general. And then after I got that, I heard from four different sources from, you know, like my husband, from Crystal, and also from from our our group that went along with the energy intensive, the program that we just ran. I heard about this Netflix documentary. I think it's a documentary series. I haven't watched it yet. And it, I had to write it down. It's Social Dilemma. It's on Netflix. And apparently it is kind of talking about this. So it was interesting because I just heard about it after I was, you know, kind of felt this is the day to do it. I mean, I heard it clear audiently, probably from, you know, from my guides, from my counsel. And it was about a week ago. And I think it was actually released about a week ago. So it's in the, well, it's in the zeitgeist, which is another thing that people kind of use when they're referring to the fourth dimension, honestly. It's in the collective consciousness. And so if you haven't looked at that yet, go look at it because apparent I haven't watched it yet, but apparently it is the admission by some of the the creators of these different social media platforms that it was intention certain mechanisms were created intentionally to create a kind of addiction so that they could be sold, so we could we could purchase things so that we could be marketed to and that it's gotten out of control. And I'm going to watch it after this, but I decided to go ahead. First of all, I didn't have time. Second of all, I decided to record this so that I could, without that confirmation, you know, of, of any details of the specifics that, you know, it could be kind of like a, I could have a, a clearer download, if that makes sense. Anyway, moving on. So the issue with this is that this belief in what is being manifest before us, this subconscious, but I prefer when it's negative to say unconscious, collective unconscious, this fourth dimension, this psychic dimension that of its own has no merit when it is wild and when it is not connected to that which matters, which is physical reality and spiritual reality or higher consciousness. Now, as it is being manifested like uh, on its own, it's causing us to regress. I believe Brian, my husband, said that in that social dilemma doc that somebody says that it's going to cause civil war in the U.S. I think that's what he said. And so that's why I'm very interested to hear that person explain that. And what I'll say also is that it's creating old-fashioned superstition, like those old cultures that believed that the gods caused the illness because we were bad. It's creating profound separation. It's creating profound worry, anxiety. It is poisoning our energy bodies. And taking a break from this episode to share with you about something that is coming up. Registration is open for the channeling intensive taught by myself, Trisha Carr, and Crystal Ann Compton. Now, this is a live, online, eight-week, immersive educational and experiential program. This program is designed for you to open your divine channel to higher consciousness, 
cosmic intelligences, and source energy. The 2020 Channeling Intensive begins the week of October 11th. This is an innovative and groundbreaking intensive designed specifically to connect you to spirit so you can draw down potent, useful, and transformative energy. If you've never been in a program like this, I encourage you to check it out. Now, this program is for intermediate to advanced students, and what we mean by that is students who are not afraid of the world of spirit and those who already know how to meditate or have a meditation practice. We will meet live and online for education and group coaching over the course of the eight weeks. Expect your life to change drastically as new information, energy, revelations, and love pours into you, through you, and by way of spiritual channeling. I encourage you to go to the information page to read all about this eight-week course and also to find frequently asked questions. Now you can click the link in this description or you can go to learn.lightworkerslab.com slash 2020 CI. If you're interested in metaphysical concepts such as frequency states, dimensions, densities, cosmic guides, and how to practically implement this knowledge into your life, and if you are seeking a community of like-hearted healers and believers in love, then check out the Channeling Intensive. Crystal and I are excited to meet you and to work with you. You may have heard me say it before, and I'm going to say it for the one millionth time. Stop watching the news. Now, I'm not saying be irresponsible and don't know what's going on in our social climate, in our political climate. I'm not saying don't be educated. I'm saying educate yourself. And that isn't done by the news media outlets that are selling you cars. That's what they're doing. They have done the research. They've done the curation of the facts and organized them in the manner that suits sales. So if you do watch some kind of commercial news media outlet, just don't believe it. Don't create a thought form about it. Let some of it come in and stay very detached from it and then see how you can go and do your research through cleaner and purer sources. Look at maps. <laughs> look at look at real data. Look, look listen to what a person truly said rather than what someone else said they said. Look at the whole of someone's behavior if they are a candidate for political office or something along that, okay? Now, that's just the, that's the deal about the news, the commercial news media outlets. The problem too is that we are kind of hypnotized and conditioned into thinking that watching the news is some kind of valiant and responsible citizen thing to do. Once again, they are selling us things. Same thing with, the, obviously, the social media. That's even less. It's even more feral, I'll say. It's even more tainted and, and has less, um, you know, restrictions on it, less ways for, you know, for, for there to be anyone to say, hey, you can't say that. And they're starting to do that, I think, you know. But, you know, people are distrustful of, Facebook being the governors of what's real news or fake news or whatever. So I, you got to do it yourself. And this is, so like I say, it is having us revert to old superstitions, old and regressed ways of being. It's causing a real problem. And as I say, 
to stop watching the news. And as I say, to really do your own education because this fourth dimension is showing up in all of the negative sense. It's, you you know, there's heaven in that dimension as well, but that's not what is really growing in us right now. And I'm going to say something really strong right now, so gather around, children. <laughs> if you are not managing your subconscious mind, somebody else is. And what I mean by managing your subconscious mind is I mean being in your own energy. That's meditation. That's self-hypnosis. That's hypnosis. That is doing all of your energy practices. So I mean going in there intentionally and being in that energy. I also mean by management, paying attention to your hygiene, your energetic hygiene. If you eat Jack in the Box for breakfast, McDonald's for lunch, and Taco Bell for dinner, your hygiene will be poor, right? If you also don't take a bath and you go waller around with some pigs, your hygiene will be poor on the outside and on the inside. You have an energetic hygiene. You have a mental and emotional hygiene. And it works the same way. We need to manage what we are bringing in. That means the social media, and that means also the news media, and also what then how what we could possibly give out. So I want to talk to you. So I'm going to say it again because it's it's a strong statement. If you are not managing your subconscious mind, somebody else is. You are getting an input from somewhere, even if you have sworn off social media for a little bit. If you're listening to podcasts and just watching certain movies, if you are not in there managing your subconscious mind, you might be doing pretty good on the intake, but if you're not in there and dwelling with it and expanding it, what is genuinely you, then it is being it is being grabbed in some other way because that's what it's like to be in this world. So I'll tell you some of the symptoms of this. First of all, there's a lot of worry and anxiety. There's a lot of inability to control how you're feeling. And sometimes you don't even know that you're feeling anxiety or depression because it's happening in such a subtle level. You just got kind of, a, you got plugged into people who are very empathic, you know, that's what happens. Very sensitive and empathic people. You get, you get plugged into and you're both giving your energy to something and then you're pulling in other toxic energy. Now, I just want to say that I, I don't suggest that you have to stop doing social media or have to stop watching anything. Actually, as a matter of fact, you can watch the commercial news. I, I made a big statement that said stop watching the news. But what I mean is stop believing the news. That's really what's important. It can be a resource for gathering information about what some people are talking about, but don't believe it until you actually do some data collection of your own. So I believe you have absolute sovereignty. And that you can be on social media and you can go find the heaven there. You can go there and find the cute puppy pictures and and see what your old high school friend is doing and send someone some encouragement or pray for someone who may be going through a chemo treatment right now. And there's all kinds of wonderful work. Make new friends. My best friend, Crystal Ann Compton, and I met on social media. We don't even live in the same state. We've built a best friendship and a business together, and we don't live in the same state. So when I say that 4D is hell, 
It also has heaven. It also has opportunity. So I am not suggesting that you, even though I said it, like I said, I'm not suggesting that you stop it. I suggest that you pay attention. You manage it. I'm suggesting that we all manage it. And when I speak strongly like this, I'm definitely not trying to be holier than thou because, I, I you know, I, these are words for me as well. I say it passionately so I can feel it. So some of the symptoms is, you know, we have the stress and worry going on. We have the exhaustion. Uh, another thing that's happening is interrupted sleep. There is so much, we are having so much interrupted sleep. It's not just, honestly, it's not just by being on social media or news media. Even if you cut that out for a while, it's kind of just in the energetic atmosphere. And it's, it you know, it's like, it's like pollution in the energy. So we are really being taxed in our energy. And the, the, what's happening there is that when we are in social media or media in general, we are in the astral realm because it's not real. It, it makes us ungrounded. It makes us astral. We are engaging in a reality that seems real or we are kind of a, we are kind of like in a moment suspending our disbelief about it being real and we are making it a thought form reality that we are realistically engaging with. And this is causing us to be stimulated in the astral body, in the astral realm. We are in hypnosis when we are on social media, like that. Not the good hypnosis where we go in and we do some conscious work like meditation, but we are induced into the hypnotic state by all of this kind of media. That's that's what it does with the lights and the sound and the flashing and the fear and the, oh, you know what I mean? Like it induces us into hypnosis. And so we are walking around asleep. The reason this interrupts our sleep is because we are hyperstimulated in the bodies that would be active during sleep. So our astral bodies are being overstimulated and they don't know how to turn into the sleep state because we have a waking sleep state, a waking hypnosis, meaning we're physically awake, but our minds are in this fight flight hypnotic state. And so we have sleep that are that is being disturbed. We also have an easily easy slippery slope into belief in narratives that may or may not suit us. And like I said, I had a whole I had a whole podcast on that. It pointed at some narratives that are showing up in spiritual community, you know, whatever. But more importantly, they could be they could be any they could be they don't have to be like conspiracy theories. They can be any other kind of narrative that aren't suiting you. They aren't serving you and helping you to make informed decisions and to, more importantly, to have a baseline of fundamental energetic hygiene. It is also creating a state of dissension and separation. It is causing us to really not come together as a collective unified consciousness so that we can continue to evolve together. And so here are some solutions. We must wake ourselves up. When you do something like go into media, social media or television news media, wake yourself up. If you feel yourself being triggered in some kind of fear, if you feel yourself being induced into a belief in what is being said or what is being presented, 
wake yourself up. And how do you wake yourself up? Put down the thing, turn it off, or just say to yourself, one, two, three, four, five, eyes open, wide awake and alert, or clap your hands to wake yourself up. Turn a light on, turn a light off. Do something like that that shifts the reality because if you shift the input, the sensory input, and and intend to wake yourself up, then you will be able to come to that conscious mind and not be induced and have all of this stuff implanted into your subconscious mind or your unconscious mind. Wake yourself up. Wake yourselves up. We need to wake ourselves up, become mindful, do a mindfulness practice, short ones, long ones, whatever it is, come present. When you feel yourself slipping into beliefs about somebody or something, bring yourself present. Break the habit. Break the habit. Brian, my husband, watched The Social Dilemma on Netflix, and he said that one of the people in it, I really liked this, he said, I don't, have, I don't put cookies in my pocket, and that's why I don't put my phone in my pocket. He doesn't walk around with a phone. I'm not saying it is probably as well as he did. I don't put a phone in my pocket because I also don't walk around with cookies in my pocket. Why? Because, again, that, that um, hygiene. I have cookies in my pocket. It's going to be hard not to eat those cookies. Now, you can though, right? So this is, again, proving my point or supporting my point that you can be on social media, you can use these technological displays of the fourth dimension and you can use it for good or at least use it neutrally. I could walk around with cookies in my pocket and not eat them. Can I do that? Yes, I can do that. But we do want to break the habits. My suggestion is don't input the information For the first hour as you go to sleep, as you wake up, or the last hour as you go to sleep. Now, having said that, maybe you do something like a guided meditation, and so that's a different kind of, you know, input. Or maybe you watch or listen to something really pleasant as you go to sleep. That's different. I'm talking about the 4D experience, the social media, the news media, all of that that is being manifested. I'm not saying don't use technology, although I guess that it actually is better. It's better for you if you don't take in the visual light information as you go to sleep. But, you know, that's not the same subject that we're talking about here. Break the habits. Start with n- not bring, not plugging it in the first time, the first second you wake up and keeping it plugged in until you go to sleep. Because you know why? That's right there proximate to your natural hypnotic states the hypnopompia and the hypnagogia. Those are the states that bring you into and out of sleep. Your astral body is active. Don't start then plugging it in with someone else's thoughts about what you should be having in your subconscious mind. If you're not managing your subconscious mind, somebody else is. So don't give them the opportunity at least for those, I don't know, hour, at least a half an hour or an hour. I meditate before I pick up the input. I do. Watch your vibration. Watch it. Know the difference between stimulation and positive stimulation. You see, how sales get us is that they, they poke our energy body and they give it a stimulation. You know, ooh, yeah. oh, I should pay attention. Ooh. Sometimes it's done with a fear implant. Sometimes it's done with a positive, flashy kind of thing, Um, and they poke at it, and that's stimulation. And that stimulation sometimes makes people feel like 
they are having an awakening. It's it's a false awakening, or it's even, it can seem like a false synchronicity. I'm gonna talk about that in a second. It's a false awakening experience. What it is is just exhilaration. It's just stimulation. Positivity, excitement that is love-oriented, that is like being in your home frequency, that's different. That's holistic. It's not just a jolt. So this may be a bit subtle, and it may be something for some people. You're like, I don't really get it. But just understand that there is stimulation, particularly is coming from the outside and if we're talking about, you know, really obviously this social media or media. And then there is the being in my home frequency, excitement, purpose, resonance with the higher self kind of love frequency. That is a much more holistic and it is a much higher vibrating feeling of exhilaration than just stimulation. That's a false positive feeling. So I said I want to talk about the... um False synchronicity. I did mention this, I believe, in that that episode that I was talking about with the f- false narratives and all that kind of stuff. I think I mentioned it there. I'll say it again if I did. So, what a false synchronicity is? It's a it's kind it's confirmation bias. So we live as spiritual seekers. We live by the law of synchronicity, divine synchronism. It it is actually our birthright to be in the surrender and flow, and then the field brings to you that which you need. That's beautiful. It's honestly, I am surprised if I were to be my past self looking at my future self, I would have been like, yeah, that was a cute, that's the past self would think that's a cute belief. And I wish that were true, but really you have to be afraid all the time. (laughs) But I have made a big transition and I have more to go, of course. And I really do live so much in this affirmation of my right to live in divine synchronism, to be at peace, to be here, to be present, to work with what it is that I am I ha- have created now and to move forward from my home frequency with the field showing me what is showing what it is to say here this is what is for you this is what you are co-creating this is what is manifesting for you and what is not manifesting is also for you and this is how you are engaging with this beautiful co-creation Synchroni- synchronicity people think about it like um you know signs from nature, numbers, animal totems, or someone says something, you know, you, that you, you you just thought of something or you had a conversation and then you hear it three more times, those synchronicities, those are your, that is, that's all synchronicity and it is your divine birthright. But I have to say that when we're talking about social media, we are working with false synchronicity. Why? A little guy called Algorithm. They have, and I, I think this is where the social dilemma Netflix doc will actually help to explain this if you don't know what I'm talking about. I'm sure you all know what algorithm is though, right? Wherever you place your attention, anywhere, by the way, anywhere in your phone, because Facebook or Twitter or um, Instagram has access to your contacts, then they are tracking it and they are bringing you synchronicities, false synchronicities, to help to move you in the direction of sales, just to help to keep engaging you, honestly. And so now, again, you can see it as positive. You can change anything because love, because higher consciousness 
can redeem anything, even if it was kind of given to us from a, a bad intention, we can redeem it by becoming empowered. Now, I'll talk about that in a second. But the problem with it is that we have these, these different fears or these different um, separation consciousness thoughts about maybe our politics or our, so our society or something. And then we go on social media and we're like, see, there it is. There it is. That's exactly what I thought. Oh, must be synchronicity. It's what's happening is it is giving you all of this confirmation bias, meaning you're looking for it. So you find it. And by the way, that happens out that that very that happens in a very technological planned way on in social media. But in the world, in the walking around world, that kind of synchronicity will happen too to help us break our patterns. That's patterns then. We keep dating a jerk over and over. It's this jerk is a bigger jerk than the last jerk, but in a similar way. And that's because we have some limiting beliefs. We have some something in our frequency probably about not being able to love ourselves enough. And that's why we attract that person. And we are attracted to that person to help us to see those patterns so that they can break. So that's on the metaphysical side. But in the technological side, it's designed that way. And so that's an issue. And... So these are the, so the ways that we I'm in the solution, but I kind of got off into the in some more of the problems. So yeah, watch your vibration. Know the difference between stimulation and positivity, and honor your energy. Honor your energy. It is your temple more than they you know your body is your temple. Your energy is really that temple. Mind what you give your energy. This includes in the ways that you give your likes. Why? Because those likes are contributing to the algorithm, which puts it forward. Now, this is something that actually I got a message about quite a while ago. Um, you see something on Instagram, and it's a really pretty photo, and you go like. But did you read what it was that they posted? Because everything in there, there might be something in the text. If it's long and you're like, I don't want to read all that, then don't don't vote on it. <laughs> That's what that like is. It's a vote. <laughs> and it's a bumping up in the algorithm. And it's you plugging it into your energy and giving it some of yours. What if they wrote something in there that really you don't want your energy mingled with? Another way is somebody posts on Facebook an article and the article says like something, the title of the article, you just see it and you like that. You like the sound of that title. But did you go through and read it? You really, before you engage your energy in it by giving it a like, really you want to make sure that you really do like it and that you want your energy engaged in it and it engaged in your energy. This is actually, I think it's subtle that we may not have thought of that before, but it's really important. I actually saw it play out because some person who is a former colleague of mine posted a you know some kind of meme and then underneath it a really long kind of almost like a blog post and I saw that another friend liked it who's I know I'm very close with this person and I know that person's values but I saw there was one I read the whole thing and I saw something in there and it was let's just say it was a bit incendiary <laughs> it was definitely kind of blamey and self righteous and really calling some i don't know I, I pretty pretty negative something that i know that this other person who liked it 
would not agree with. I didn't say anything. Maybe I should have. She said, hey, did you see that? And I, I don't know. Maybe I, if I see that again, and it's, I could have said that to my friend and said, did you see that one line in there? Because I don't think I know you, you know? And so, you know, you actually are just giving your energy to it and it's got a poor, it's got a foothold into your energy. And so now we have a polluted field. And as I've already said, that so okay no before i move on let me just say really research whatever it is you're giving your energy to in media in social media whether it's the likes or the comments and really make sure that before you pass something on that you have vetted it through your sovereign clear clear-headed intelligent data collecting <laughs> you know intelligent mind with your whole mind rather than some kind of base energy that's being stimulated, right? All right. And I want to say, especially now with that, as I am publishing this podcast, especially now because we are in times that are challenging, very, very challenging. This is the fall of 2020. Y'all know what we're talking about. It's all happening. <laughs> That's not frightening. I'm saying like we got a polit we got a political season, you know, uh, presidential election. This is two days after Ruth Bader Ginsburg just passed. This is uh, toward you know I don't know ten months. I don't even know how long. Eight months into the pandemic and the quarantine, and uh, so much is happening. It's really important for us to mind our energy and also then how we are actually engaging in it on a physical level, meaning we are giving our vote to it, we're giving some of our energy to it, and we're allowing it into our energy. That's all. But I want to say, once again, you are empowered to turn it off. You're empowered to turn off that social media. You're empowered to turn off that news. And you are empowered to go in with your full consciousness, your love, your unity, your interest in finding the good, because it's there too. Because fourth dimension, the 4D, is not all bad. It's human and it's human thought and emotion. So reframe, find the good things. If something is, is being served up as negative and separation, find the good way. Find the good thing about it. Find the question that it's asking about how do we heal? How do we become unified? How do we heal together? Now, I'm also not saying when I say reframe and find the positive, I'm not saying avoid doing work and, you know, be all spiritual bypassing and ungrounded. No, I'm saying come from an empowered place, an infinite intelligent place. Infinite intelligence knows all the things. It's not spiritual bypassing. And be in that place, in that space, and be in wisdom. Be in wisdom and compassion. That's the way to start. That's the more intelligent energy. You have more access to infinite intelligence from the place of wisdom and compassion. The more we constrict and we separate in those frequencies that we welcome in, lack, shame, blame, fear, worry, I'll say it again, blame, we are constricting, constricting, constricting. We become stupider and stupider the more we constrict ourselves. The more that we allow ourselves to welcome in wisdom and compassion, the smarter we are. The more access our energy has to the one energy, the field information, energy that creates form. That's what we want to do is to be in, com let compassion and wisdom 
be your guiding vibration and everything will, will truly work out well. And I'll say also, I just taught a class in my Mystic Arts Academy and it was a, yeah, it was a class, but it was a channeled message from um, the archangelic realm, particularly Archangel Azrael, who is the angel who oversees transition. And that class ended with a message about channeling peace into your vibration because the frequency of peace and basically said, you know, peace is a living word, it is an alive consciousness. It is a collective thought form, an egregore energy. Egregore is a collective thought form that connects us to the good work and good intention and the way that we can actually come together in healing, growth and evolution. It's a way we can reframe and see how what is here now is being offered to us as an opportunity for growth and involvement and connection. And so I'll just end this by restating that if you are not managing your subconscious mind, someone else is. And so your daily sacred practice, your meditation, your affirmations, your prayer, your self-hypnosis. Um, I'll point you to the fact that I actually have a meditation store. I, I don't have a lot of things up there. There's Insight Timer. There's all kinds of ways you can just sit and watch your breath. But really, you deserve to feel how wonderful your pure, beautiful inner being is every day, at least at the beginning, several times. Be a walking meditation. Be a walking prayer. Rather than beginning with an, uh, a jolt of social media, whatever's going on in your phone, and then ending with that jolt again. Let's begin and end with your sacred practice. Let's give yourself the opportunity to emerge into this today, this now, with your true gift, your beautiful, pure energy. And then let yourself go back into that astral realm where you do restoration and learning and all that you do in your sleep and dream time and go into that highly conscious, awakened to the truth of what you are. And that's this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love you, whoever you are. Mm -hmm.